Yo, yo, what's going on? This is DJ Nasler, and you are tuned in to the second episode of the Say No More podcast, which is brought to you by Duracell, Energizer, Rayovac, Panasonic, basically any two batteries that can basically extend the life of a smoke detector. My bad for that last episode. Not this time. We live. And the music that you are hearing in the background is the sounds of humble beginnings. And let me start this off. I humbly apologize for leaving this project off my favorite digital albums of 2017. But this right here, the sounds that you are listening to is from the one and only Jersey City's own Ransom. And the project is 1%. That's the artwork. That's what we're going to be talking about here today. All right, let's get it. So once again, yes, we are here for the second episode. I hope you all are living, doing your thing, enjoying 2018. I hope everything that you've set for your resolutions or your plans, new year, new me, all of that stuff, hopefully everything goes according to plan. You know what I'm saying? God willing. You know what I'm saying? And uh, Islam, we say, inshallah. You know what I mean? So if God wills it, you know what I'm saying? It'll happen. So at this point, we are here. And God willing, we make it to the next episode. But you are right back. Yes, I am DJ Nasler. And I'm here to talk about, on this particular episode, a project that I definitely left off and didn't touch on. But, you know. At that point, that makes for better content for the next episode. So now I got a whole episode to just talk about it. Man, Ransom, coming straight out of Jersey City. You know what I mean? He was uh, formerly of a group called 18 back in the day by way of DJ Clue and Joe Budden. Uh, Joe definitely be one of my, you know, top five MCs, period. You know what I mean? Like, that's just what that is. So anybody that... Joe would recommend or push to the game and, you know, bring the hip hop. I would definitely, you know, keep my ears open for it because he's a lyricist and he knows what he's talking about. He knows what he's doing. So um, I don't think he would steer us wrong in that, and especially DJ Clue, everything he's contributed to the game. So um, so this project here came out on all the different platforms. Uh, you can definitely get it on datpiff.com. If you haven't heard of it, they have an app on for all the smartphones as well where you could stream and download music and any mixtapes that I bring up that are not for retail sale or anything like that, they'll probably be your best bet to go to datpiff.com and get it. But this particular uh project, album, EP, mixtape, whichever you want to call it, this latest effort by Ransom has been put out on title and apple music i'm not sure about spotify because i don't actually use spotify but title and apple music is where you can get it from um like i said it's called the one percent there's no you know special title or anything like that but ransom like a ransom note r-a-n-s-o-m so i would definitely encourage you to go check out that project especially if you enjoyed any of the music that you heard from the beginning that was just the intro and it was called humble beginnings and what we're going to do here today, I'm going to just touch on a couple little bars, you know what I'm saying, That's that he laid down that pretty much stood out to me, 
You know what I'm saying? So this is an appreciation episode and also a review of the project. Um, so we're going to go with humble beginnings. And some bars that stood out to me was, I praise God because I plays hard. They use gimmicks in the music to enslave y'all. I don't put my faith in nothing I can't pray for. The richest place on the planet is the graveyard. Now, when I spit these bars back to you, you know what I'm saying? I'm not spitting them. I'm just reading them off of, you know, just basically what I wrote down with, you know, these are my little notes. And all of this is pretty much off the top aside from the notes part. You know what I'm saying? Everything I'm speaking about is just coming straight for the heart because it's supposed to be like a conversational barbershop type podcast. You know what I'm saying? It ain't supposed to be like, all, it ain't scripted. You know what I mean? So... Um, Humble Beginnings, definitely a standout record, a great way to, you know, bring it, you know what I'm saying? You heard from the intro music, like right after I cut the music off is when he started to rap. So that whole buildup was just like incredible. You know what I'm saying? You felt like something big was coming. So, um, you know, just the way to kind of intro the album, you know what I'm saying? He goes into some of what you're going to hear, you know what I'm saying? But um, I don't think it gets much deeper like than with the masterpiece record because this one is the second record on the project and it's uh you know beautiful pianos coming in you know it's not too much drums or anything like that it's not your typical hip hop track what you'll notice about Ransom's music and the way he's progressed over the years uh, I really took to him when the record he he redid a freestyle. He did a freestyle over a beat that was on an AZ album, and he labeled it "Pain." And you you hear the you hear the rain coming down. You know what I'm saying? So automatically for me, when I when it's raining outside, you know what I'm saying? I kind of want some some mood music. You know what I'm saying? Shout to Joe Budden with the mood music, or whatever. But mo- music to basically put you in a certain type of mood. You know what I'm saying? Because it's rainy outside. Not too many people want to be out there. It just rained for the last couple of days in Southern Cali. You know what I'm saying? People lose their minds this, that, and the third. But rain, I don't know. It just it 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 brings out hustle. It brings out like grind. It can bring out the pain. You know what I'm saying? It can bring out a number of different things. However, the weather makes you feel. But this particular record that was coming on, it was just like it was a lot of pain in the sample that was uh, going on. And Ransom just he let his voice and his bars be sort of like the instrument, like as if you were listening to a, a jazz band, you know, playing. And then, you know, you got the band playing, you got the drums in the background, you got the whole build of the ambiance and then. Here comes this either smooth saxophone or smooth trumpet, like, and that's pretty much what Ransom provided over that particular record, and that stuck with me because he he mentioned some very personal things, you know what I'm saying? He got really deep in a lot of his records, and you could hear the lyricism, but you could also hear that he was trying to kick something to you. And if you're looking for knowledge or anything like that, like, definitely you're gonna get that with this one percent project. Um, you as you can see from the you know album artwork he touched on a number of different things that pretty much happened throughout the year and uh, this this project dropped at the tail end of the year it actually dropped the day before my birthday so um, but I was uh, my boy will kick you know hit me over to the project he was just like yo you got to check out that new ransom joint you know what I'm saying we always got to represent you know Jersey or any artist coming out of there so he 
you know, told me to go ahead and check it out. And so I did. And I ain't been, I haven't stopped playing it since. You know what I mean? So on to the next joint, Masterpiece, you know, painting pictures. That's pretty much what Ransom is trying to do. Because if you think of a Masterpiece, like you think of like Monet, Van Gogh, something like that, it's usually pertaining to art. And he didn't shy away from that in any way, shape, form, or fashion throughout the project, but it, particularly in this record here. Um, a lot of metaphors and bars about painting and you kind of got to keep up with this one, even with the slow piano and, you know, like I said, less drums on this particular record. It's it's really giving you a focus on the bars. I'm not sure who produced this particular track, but it's the type of track that I like to as being a producer myself. I like to let the artists I like to let the words do their thing, you know what I'm saying? Especially if they really got something to say. So uh, the bars that stood out to me on this one was uh, could never worship a book if I never read it. Pardon me. That's kind of abstract. Act like I never said it. Here's the twist. When a nigga lock in, bet they gonna dread it. Just forget it. I'm over your heads. I'm close to the ledge. So right there is just the wordplay now. As he's, I, I kind of try to say it the way he was saying it, you know what I'm saying? But the whole thing of, you know, you know, here's the twist. When a nigga lock in, bet they gonna dread it. Just forget it. I'm over your heads. Like, that's a lot of wordplay there. There's a deep meaning, obviously, in the first couple of, the first bar right there with the can never worship a book if I never read it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, so I, I grew up Muslim. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I don't say that I'm the most religious person. A lot of people know that I'm more spiritual than anything. But I'm not here to judge anybody if they being a good Muslim or not due to the fact that I don't know everything that's in the Quran. Just like another Christian shouldn't be able to judge another Christian by saying what they should or what they can or can't do and, you know, what what's going on or judge them in their lives. If you ain't never read the Bible and you don't understand what it is, the book that you know, is the foundation for your religion in the first place. So that's, that's you know, that's pretty self-explanatory right there with the first bar. Um, another line that just kind of stood out, stood out to me off the second verse was, you know, some people want Trump dead, but it's bigger than hip-hop. I believe in the dead prayers. And he repeats that. It's bigger than hip-hop. I believe in the dead prayers. That's so you can get it. Now, if you never heard it's bigger than hip hop, hip hop. One thing, if you never heard that song, then you probably don't know who made it, and it's Dead Presidents. So that was a flip on that with Donald Trump, you know what I'm saying? Not too many people want to see him in office, me included. Didn't want to see him in there. But, you know, the whole seeing him dead, this, that, and the third, it was it was a cool, clever flip. This is the type of stuff that you're going to get from this guy off this project. So moving on to Risky Business. This is what I would call ride out music. If you want to ride out track for 2018, because like I said, it dropped at the end of the year. So you got to give it that love coming into the top of the year and see how long it's going to rock. Risky business featuring Freddie Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs went hard as he normally does. If you've never heard a Freddie Gibbs project, I would definitely check him out. Um, he's got a joint with Mad Lib that is like a street classic, a cult classic. Definitely go check that out. But um, Freddie Gibbs, very, very talented MC. But right here, we here to highlight Ransom. So I'm going to go over a couple of the bars that he dropped. Um, 
So he put here, you don't see my vision. I paint the pictures I'm living. Ex-felon, thumbing through several letters written in prison. Tell my mother about the struggles I'm having with different women. So he says this a lot faster than I do because of the beat and everything like that. But it was just something that stood out to me. You know what I'm saying? The fact that, like I said, Ransom with the whole painting thing, you know what I'm saying? Like in, in the artwork is actually a piece of art. He's really trying to show you how his mind is working. Now, he used to be a street rapper, you know what I'm saying? Rapped about busting his gun, drugs, this, that, and the third, you name it. You you know what the typical street rapper raps about. And at that particular time, it was it was cool to be gangster. This is when 50 was rocking, doing his thing. So Ransom has come a long way. Like, he's got plenty of other projects out there, but this one... You know, we're, it's pertaining to last year, the year in wrap-up, you know what I'm saying? And not too many people talked about it. And I can't be from Jersey and not rep this dude, but it ain't me being biased. You can hear the bars that I'm kicking to you and definitely go check the music out. That's the main thing I want you to do. Go check it out for yourself. Don't just take my word for it. It's something that I enjoyed that I feel that you will enjoy. So on to the next one. We go into inauguration featuring 3D Nazi. She's just really bigging him up. And this is probably the only record that is different from any other record. It's, it's a it's a hip hop beat. You know what I'm saying? Where it's just letting him it just lets him go in and just just murder the beat. There's no hook to it. It's just straight bars, you know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna just go through a couple of the joints that, you know what I'm saying, that stood out to me once again. So he said, Life is a movie and I'm playing with the edits. Have you laying in the medics, nigga? Be lucky if your name is in the credits. Some niggas leave with no tombstone. Was five when my mom's threw my ass in the group home. Now cutting grass in a few homes. I'm too grown. Shit is all clear. Gotta stay clear because niggas will have your name in everything but a prayer. Niggas will have your name in everything but a prayer. You ever been through any situations, you know what I'm saying, where your name's just constantly out there, you know, like what girls you messing with, you know, like what, you know, what dudes you know how to fight with, this, that, and third, or whatever, but it's always seemed to be something negative, but it ain't nothing positive. There's not too many other ways I could really break that bar down, like, you know what I'm saying, like it's relatability right there. But the whole thing with life is like a movie and I'm playing with the edits, you know what I'm saying? Like, have you laying in the medics, nigga? You'd be lucky if your name is in the credits. Like, that relates really to the inner city, to the hood, to the ghettos, to plenty of places where there are murders, there are deaths. There are so many things that happen that will never make the news, never make the newspaper, and a lot of times, if you think about it, or depending on where you live at, especially driving around in the hood, if you ever seen somebody on the highway looking for money for a funeral because they might not have life insurance to pay for the funeral or to put a later person to rest in the proper way that we've all been accustomed to knowing, you know what I'm saying? Like, those are the situ. This is that's he's breaking that type of stuff down, like and flipping it in the best way that he can possibly say for the movie with the credits and everything else, and then leaving here without a tombstone. That's a whole nother conversation, you know what I'm saying? That you know, this is a hip hop podcast. I ain't here to talk politics or anything like that or sway anybody's opinion or anything, but 
these are the bars that stood out to me there's it's just inauguration is just a, a track about him flexing his muscle or his lyric lyrical muscle basically his lyrical muscle lyrical ability and saying that he really can't be touched at that particular point the next record we going into is assassin nation and i'm gonna go ahead and kick some of these bars this one is i believe this one is featuring jr and jr not sure where this dude is from he might be from jersey he might not but this he's he repairs on another track on here called dream baby jr jr is tough and i definitely want to hear some more music from this dude so you know rent and it shows just like joe button had a good ear for ransom ransom got a good ear for other talent too and this kid jr is nice so check him out on the track but these are the bars that ransom kicked right here um we let him take over what we created music and evil that shit is related he said ram better stop this might not want to drop this because a million dollars got pocket mm. i'm gonna say that one more time ram better stop this might not want to drop this because a million dollars got pocket now if you've been following if you know anything about hip-hop there's no way in shape, form, or fashion that you don't know who Tupac and Biggie is. But coming up, something that I really do want to check out is an episode. Uh, it's the series on, I believe, USA. And I think it's all about the Tupac and Biggie murder, cover-up, unsolved mystery, whatever you want to call it. There's no justice that has come from these two great MCs, entertainers that were slain. You know what I'm saying? I actually took the dude that's playing Tupac. I took him in a lift ride years ago. You know what I'm saying? When I first started doing this downtown LA, you know what I mean? And he was telling me that he just, you know, got the role and then he was going to be playing it. He did play Tupac and straight out of Compton. But anyway, not to get too deep on into that, that's a hard bar right there. A million dollars got pocket. Once again, it's a conspiracy cover up because you know, there's no way that these two dudes got killed the way that they did on a very, very public place and nobody knows about it. But there's a lot of stuff going around. Maybe Rand got some inside information. Who knows? But those are bars that stuck out to me. One more line that stuck out to me was, you might think this dude is sick, but it's easy to be ruthless. You might think this dude is sick, but it's easy to be ruthless. Anybody knows Easy e died of AIDS, you know what I'm saying, ran Ruthless, he was on Ruthless Records at the time with NWA, nice little flip on the bar right there, moving on to the next track, is gonna be Arrest the President, so this one was a shorter track, he was just trying to get a point across, and this is, uh, you know, a little more on the political side, but at the same time, very, very revolutionary, so we just going to kick these bars real quick. Fuck the president. Fuck the judging. Fuck the system. Who are they to judge us? Fuck the TV. Fuck your smartphone. Stand together. No one can budge us. Fuck the police. Fuck the judging. Fuck the system. Who are they to judge us? Fuck the TV. Fuck your smartphone. Stand together. No one can budge us. Right there. Everything that we do nowadays is on the phone. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got one in their hands. 
as being a driver down here in L.A., you'd be surprised how many people don't even look both ways when they cross the street. Walking, head down, in a slanted position because they're looking into this screen. I don't know if y'all ever seen the Netflix series Black Mirror. You know what I'm saying? And the whole premise and the whole meaning for the Black Mirror joint is from the creator's mouth. He basically said, if you look at your phone when it's off, it looks like a black mirror. It's all about sort of futuristic technology and how overall it's going to kill us or have us winding up killing each other. You know what I'm saying? So if you into stuff like that, go ahead and check it out. This record kind of like, you know, is is it just screams revolution. You know what I'm saying? Rest of present. And it is not the anti-Trump joint. It's it's bigger than that. It's the system. It's everything about it. It's it's what's going on. It's the corruption. And it's very short, but it, it should open up a conversation. That's the thing about this project. This project is definitely a conversation starter and you can get a lot from it. And who would have thought from a rapper, a street rapper at that? But he also calls himself half preacher, half poet. So there you go. The next record, uh, the seventh track on here is called Dream Baby. And this one is definitely one of my favorite ones. I love the sample on this record. Um, it's one of them joints where, you know what I'm saying, like the hook or the uh, the voices used in the sample can be used as if you want to say a couple bars and then let them say what they need to say. And then you kind of come back in with your bars. So, you you know, it was very creative the way he put it together. Jr. is featured on this particular record and he is he starts it off. But um, I'm going to go through Ransom's part. This is pretty much the tail end of his verse. <clears throat> and it goes like this. Excuse me, it says make the money. Make the money. That's when the sins come. They think it's funny that niggas been dumb. We've seen it before, niggas that want to live. Like, how did Puff escape them killers riding in front of Big? Shady deals sealed with head nods. Corny bloggers doing the Fed's job. Niggas in the comments helping the caseload. Wish tax didn't go to that venue. Niggas be safe, though. So as far as making the money, that's when the sins come. I don't really need to break that down. People get money. They start acting funny. You know what that is. Um, They think it's funny that niggas been dumb. You know, everything that I'm not going to go over how people depict black people in this country or where what other countries or anything like that, which you see off of gangster films, you know what I'm saying? And rap records. A lot of people think that that's what most black people are that's how they act this that and third sack pants you know blah 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 it's it's a lot of stuff in the new go check the latest outrage over the h&m thing with the kid being the coolest monkey with the hoodie and all of that stuff like that's that's not even for me to sit up here and just you know keep talking over but anyway the thing that's you know really was crazy was you know how did puff escape them killers riding in front of big you you come up with the answer to that question because I ain't got it. But again, conversation started. Uh, shady deals make seal with head nods. That's that definitely happens. Corny bloggers doing the feds job. That's something I wanted to touch on 
because, you know, there's a lot of people when it comes to this culture in particular, but this also happens in sports as well with reporters. Um, Bloggers, reporters typically don't do what it is that they're blogging or reporting on. They just enjoy it from afar. You know what I'm saying? Me, on on the other hand, I'm coming to you trying to kick some knowledge to you about something that I really love and that's near and dear to my heart. But I'm also a DJ and a producer. I used to write rhymes, you know what I'm saying? But I stopped because I couldn't memorize them shits. That's just what it was all day. Like, I had way too many of these other rhymes in my head from classic records. And me, I wrote just to get stuff out. But at the end of the day, I understand it. You know what I'm saying? And I, I get it. I live it. At the same time, hip-hop is my culture. So I feel that I'm qualified to talk about it. Excuse me, in this day and age, when everybody could just pick up a mic or, you know what I'm saying, start making beats, do this, that, and third, I'm going to get out here and do it. But what he's touching on is that bloggers doing the Fed's job. There's a lot of stuff, inside information. There's a lot of people doing interviews. There's a lot of people that just want to be in front of the camera. Social media can be your worst enemy at times especially if you came from the streets and you trying to be a rapper now i'm not sitting up here trying to preach to nobody ransom doing that for y'all you know what i'm saying there's plenty of mcs out here doing you know check that young jeezy everyday struggle episode with joe button like there's a number of people that really want to see you know and people have their feelings about you know the new uh the new age of rap this that and third but a lot of these guys just want attention the root of the root of all evil is no longer money is attention. You know what I'm saying? Everybody doing something to get a camera on them, get some focus on them, get some popularity or some hype or whatever you want to call it. So what happens is you see this happen in hip hop and then you got bloggers that don't live that life, ain't about that life and they write about it. And then the feds, hip hop police, whatever you want to call it, they look and see this stuff. They see the people pointing guns on world star screaming world star all of these fights being filmed and it's it's just craziness and madness like i said fuck your smartphone actually ransom said that but y'all heard me say here too i agree with him on that and people in the comments saying like yo they really about that this that and third like you gotta understand all of this stuff is being watched looked at listened to anything that you put out there you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's it's just ridiculous. And the final thing that he said, which wish tax didn't go to that venue. Niggas be safe, though. Speaking on one of uh, one of my favorite podcasters, his name was Tax Stone. Um, he's currently in prison, incarcerated right now for a situation that happened at Irving Plaza. Rest in peace, banger. And um you know, it was a situation that happened with Troy Ave. Uh, the situation got out of control. You know, uh, Tax's involvement in it led him to jail. And Tax was one of them dudes, man. He was just, he was on the rise to the top. You know what I'm saying? Especially when he had his finger on a pulse of hip-hop. Uh, he knew what he knew what was going on. He's uh, not much older or younger than me, I believe. And, um just it, it 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 sucks to see a dude go down that has so much promise and you know ransom is just 
speaking what he felt about it. He he wished that he didn't go to the venue that night because Eddie Tax was a dude that didn't really go out like that. And, you know what I'm saying, especially just due to the fact that his background, his criminal history, and this, that, and the third, he just was a guy that, you know, wanted to stay out of the limelight, stay away from these places because he didn't, he wasn't an industry dude. He was a dude that was in the streets. And he happened to just be doing some industry things to turn his life around and try to make everything happen. And, you know, one bad decision, one bad night, one time that you could have stayed home and, you know, your whole thing changes. So, unfortunately, that happened. Ransom just wanted to touch on it. And, um, you know, I mean, it was, like I said, great bars, a lot of meaning into it. Like, if I could sit here and talk about this, imagine if you sit there and listen to the rest of it. And, you know, dissect it, dissect it, what it is he's talking about, or sit down with him. And I plan to do that. You know what I'm saying? One, um, God willing, in the future, we're going to get Ransom on the show. You know what I'm saying? It'll be me, him, Brian, and we could just sit here and rap about his raps. You know what I'm saying? And everything, what made him get to this point, what, you know, who, who he, who his influences, who were the people that influenced him? to start writing the way that he did, you know what I'm saying? To get away from, you know, just the typical street gangster rapper, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and want to see more and want to do more, you know what I mean? So, um, great track. Once again, we're at the final track here, you know what I'm saying? Not going to keep this podcast going on too long. Cause this is just supposed to be a quick review. But again, I really, really love this project. This one is called get out. I ain't going to spoil this one. I haven't spoiled too much for you anyway, but the record Get Out, I put it to you like this. If you haven't seen the movie, go check the movie before you listen to the record. Now, I know that's the movie is, you know, a little long, you know what I'm saying, to go ahead and, you know, watch a whole joint before you sit here and listen to one particular song. But, you know, you don't want to. It's not like he ruins the movie for you anyway, but if you don't understand the movie Get Out, then you probably ain't going to understand the record. But um, the joint that stood out to me was this, and it has a lot to do with the title. 99% is asleep. The other 1% is too busy being discreet. Got 99 problems, but one ain't being a sheep. That's led to an army. Excuse me. That's learned led to an early slaughter by one percent of the elite one more time 99 percent is asleep the other one percent is too busy being discreet got 99 problems but one ain't being a sheep that's led to an early slaughter by one percent of elite way above my pay grade but if you know anything about the 1%, the protest that was going on when it came to Wall Street, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody that was on, that was out there that day. Um, and pretty much this is in regards to the title. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole thing was sheep being led to a slaughterhouse, no different than pigs, you know what I'm saying? Chickens, cows, and it, there's so many different ways that you can twist and talk about different things within just those little bit of numbers and those couple of bars right there. And like I said, that's not what we're here to do. We can break that down and figure out what he really meant by it. But 
this isn't your typical rap album. That's why I'm highlighting it now. It's it's definitely a lot of good music in here. Um, the the instrumentals are great. The you know what I'm saying the production is great. The rhymes is there. You know what I'm saying like it's just I don't, I don't know what else to say about it. It's eight tracks. You're in, you're out, and I kind of feel like right at the end when it comes back around to the first joint, you just want to let it rock again. You just want to hear some more. You know what I'm saying? I'm definitely waiting on the next project for Ransom. I'm definitely looking out for that. I've, I've been a fan for, for a long time now, and I've loved his progression. You know what I'm saying? I, I just appreciate what he's providing to the culture, especially at this day and age because we're – you know, if you if you cut on your radio, which I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's usually the same old stuff, you know what I mean? And, and this type of stuff that really, really means something and really is deep and can start conversations, that's not what radio programming is set up for, you know what I'm saying? And radio programming has to be centered you know for a radio show to actually work and be successful so therefore they ain't gonna play no records like this you know what i mean like the only place that you're gonna hear about stuff like this aside from you know whatever other hip-hop spot might be out there is right here at the say no more podcast and once again i want to thank everybody for tuning in i am your host dj nasla we will be looking forward to my boy brian coming very very soon we got some episodes coming with him but in the meantime before the regular show just gets off i will be you know letting you know what kind of music that i'm listening to i'm also a dj but at the same time there's stuff that i just really enjoy aside from the stuff that i'm like either forced to play or people that they just want to hear or like you know some kind of request or something like that these are the projects that are really near and dear to my heart so you know once i get a chance to just sit down here and kick it and talk about the album that i really like i'm gonna do that in the meantime while you waiting for the next episode to come up you know what i'm saying with the two of us so uh i definitely want to shout everybody out that you know listen to the first episode really really appreciate y'all uh, shout to my man william rutledge he has hip his podcast that is just all about positivity community um you know what i'm saying like uplifting words things to get you going um just it's just really good vibes coming from that podcast over there and it's called each one teach one he's trying to uplift the youth you know what i'm saying and he's just he's just doing a lot of really good big positive things over there and that's william rutledge that's the way you can search it each one teach one my podcast is going to be is the say no more podcast but if you want to search it search it on dj nasla that's dj n-a-h-s-l-a and that's the same thing for soundcloud for twitter for instagram anything like that if you want to leave any comments if you want to get at me about a project that you want me to that you any recommendations i'll take them too. something that i should check out something that you all think is dope out there you know what i'm saying i'm i'm open to doing that because i can't listen to every single thing like nobody can so i'm always down to you know find something new and learn something new so uh hit me up you know what i'm saying i like to interact with anybody that's out there listening um 
if you if you like what you're listening to, you know, definitely subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts. You know what I'm saying? And if you don't have an iPhone, uh, you can get it at SoundCloud.com slash DJ Nasla. I believe that's how it goes. Or just go to the search joint and put DJ Nasla. There ain't too many of me running around there or too many DJ Nasla's running around there. It's just my name backwards. And if it's hard to say, it's Nas with L.A. on the end of it. Pretty simple. So once again, I want to thank you all for listening, lending me your ear for this amount of time. I'm not sure what time we at, but I appreciate y'all rocking with me. Until the next episode, y'all be good. 100.